she used to put poison down. She would go, all right, I put poison. Don't don't go outside for like three hours because I put, you know, poison shit. She put the shit down and then my grandpa would be like, don't we put all that shit down on the ground? I can't walk outside. I can't, I'm trying to get the mail. You got all this poison, rat poison. Yeah, it's up my <laughs> Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hello. Hi. Welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs, Cat Edition. I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. And I'm Richie Redding. I did it right. Yeah, you didn't do it all weird <laughs> this time. I appreciate that, dear. Uh, I our, can't believe this podcast is happening. It I just is, want to say. Yes. This podcast, years in the making. It's... It really has. It's like, what was that movie, The Revenant, where the guy had to like hike across all of Mother Nature in the cold? This podcast did that just to get our guest here who uh, – let us let me let me give you a proper introduction, if, if I might, Miss. Uh, as an actress, she's been seen on Inside Amy Schumer, Crashing, Broad City, and many more. And her stand-up has been seen on Comedy Central, NBC, and Netflix. It's the one and only Yamanika Saunders. Wait, 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 wait. I always forget my last name because I never use it. I <laughs> What's my last name again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Like, as I was saying it, I was like, yeah. is it Sanders or Saunders? Is it Sanders or Saunders? <laughs> People always say Sanders, too, but I'm so glad it is Saunders. And uh, much funny. to my mother's chagrin, I'm not supposed to be used anymore because it's attached to my dad. Well, so you don't need to. I mean, what do do you know another Yamanika? No. I think it's category of one. You can't. Yeah. There, there may be some now because my name, somebody said they named their daughter after me. Oh. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> 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 I ain't Beyonce, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but if you ever meet, that's that's got to be weird. It's like the Highlander. There, there can only be one, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would like to see what her personality's like. I, I mean, hopefully, mm. I never meet her. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, she just said you can't. So, like, if we found another Yamanika, we'd have to break up with the OG Yamanika to be friends. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, like it's a separation of church. But you know, I think people have come close. I think there's some Yamaniques out there, some Dominiques. Oh. Some Dominicas probably, but yeah, Yamanika, well, I don't think there's another one. If she's anything like you, she is just very demure <laughs> and yeah. calm and quiet. Uh, this is, you don't know this, Lisa, that her handle used to be yelling girl. <laughs> <laughs> very much so. And... It's I, I twitch now, so it's now my gaming handle. So we, we oh, is it really? I'm I'm yelling, but people don't understand. Like that came from I grew up 
very sheltered, religious, conservative, and never got a chance to really say what was on my mind. So when I finally got some freedom, I let everybody know what I had to say and at a certain volume. And I'm fine with that. I And I think that it's something that, like, if you're comfortable talking about it, that, like, you really overcame a lot and you really put it all on the line to become a comic when you moved to the city. Like it was not a smooth transition leading up to you getting the, your much deserved success. Well, it was initially it was fine because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I was always supported by my family and I was probably a little spoiled because they, you know, they paid my rent for five years and I didn't have to do anything. And I probably relaxed a little bit too much. And uh, then I decided to go my own way. And then when you have to take care of yourself and you don't really know how to do that, you hit some hiccups. So Right, but I mean, it, it does make your success story kind of that much sweeter, right? Yeah, I mean, I got, I got to a point where I was homeless, you know, and uh, it, it was really tough. It was tough because I didn't really have my family support, not because they didn't want to be there, because I didn't tell them. And, uh, you know, it was around a time where my grandmother was really strongly feeling as if I wanted to, she wanted me to be in the ministry. And, you know, they're very much about signs. And so when I had lost a job and I couldn't, I, I got into a bad situation with a roommate and I also had lost some work. They hadn't been paying rent <laughs> and they hadn't been using my money that I was giving them to pay rent. Um, they had a drug problem, but yeah, it just became really toxic, the, the situation. And, um, you know, my grandmother was just, you know, it was around the time she was like, oh, I have dreams. You have to, God's calling you to preach and you need to come back to Maryland. And I was like, uh oh, cause I was getting ready to ask them for money. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, my grandparents, uh, may they rest in peace. They were lovely people. They, they helped raise me. And I would love them and respect them, but they definitely had their opinions about, you know, I mean, I guess most parents do when, when they give you money where you need to live and where you need to be. And, you know, it was always an offer of like, you know, come back home, you know, help us with the church, become a minister. You know, when things started getting down, I just felt like they were going to be like, well, this is God telling you not to do comedy. And, yeah. you know, you need to come back home and, you know. But, but would you have been a minister? Like, is was that ever really on your in your heart? Oh, dude, your if there was no such thing as comedy, you tell me you can't I see. Can, I can. Yam. I know she'd be fantastic. She'd be fantastic. Breathing that she, fire? Yes. Come yes. on, son. Yes. But... <laughs> But yeah. but also, but at the end of the day, you know, people just felt like that was a part of my life. And I remember when I was like 12 being like, oh, I don't want this. I don't want to be a minister. I never wanted that. I never wanted to be a first lady. I never wanted to be uh, married. I never wanted to be any of those things that I saw growing up. I always resisted those things. And so I did. I prayed to God that he would take that away from people that they would stop seeing that about me because I didn't want it. And I don't want the responsibility of leading people and being an example. And then over time, I think as I got older, I realized that the thing that they saw wasn't necessarily me being a minister. My grandmother sort of confirmed this before she passed away, but you know, is comedy, which is my ministry, right? People always saw me being the type of person that could be in front of crowds 
and right. charisma. Um, yeah. yeah, and do that kind of thing. And that's so I, I I do think I am in ministry when I do comedy. Yeah, I love it. So perfect segue here. When like, you were a, a child, minister. that a good, was unique. Uh, did you want dogs, or were you always a cat person? Why were you wrong? <laughs> Let's discuss. <laughs> so my family, and, and we'll put the context of, I don't think we do many things differently as human beings, but I do think animals has been something that in my generation we did culturally differently. So, you know, my uh, my grandparents definitely wasn't for the, the animal shenanigans. <laughs> I remember I had, a, I had a, uh, a boy I went to school with and he had a crush on me and he used to give me little animals. <laughs> so he would give me like so little chickens. His his uh, father owned a, a car dealership. P.S. He grew up to be super duper gay and like every boy that ever had a crush on me wound up being gay and like and and he's in the whips and chains and like really <laughs> like and so I when I talk to him now I'm like wow you've you've changed a lot from, from the kid that gave me a peep <laughs> he, but he's he's I, and I love it I, I love that he's being his true self because we grew up very very restricted you know in our environment but he used to give me like little animals from like anything from like a hamster to like chickens. And then I would like bring the little chickies in the house. I'm going to get them out, get them out. You know, I'd always have to give them back. And I'd be like, well, what about this? And give it back. And the bunny, what about the bunny? Give it back. Dude, what do you do when somebody gives you a chicken? <laughs> like that's- a box of little chickies too. Like a, a no, you don't box. give a chick. You give chickens, like four chickies that I, and he gave me a little kitty cat that I actually hid in my room. I thought I was going to be able to make it happen. (laughs) But my grandmother was like, you know, you can't, and and we weren't allowed to close doors and have our own personal space. It's not like, oh, this is my room. You can't come in. So when I started closing the door to go to school, she come in. They knew. You know, and be like, what's going on? And she found the kitten. <laughs> to her credit, she was gentle to the kitten, but <laughs> he had to get out. Like, my grandmother hates cats. She has a cat phobia. I can say this now because she's not alive, and I know you guys are not going to like this. It's, I promise she's not a bad person. She was attacked by cats when she was a kid, so she's always Same. had a phobia. Same. She used to put poison down because we had oh, ca- same <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it was so bad the sheriff who actually lived across the street like diagonal from us he came to our house one time knocked on the door they they were like they had a, issued a warning to my grandmother that she had to stop putting the poison down because it would be to the point where we couldn't she would go all right i put poison don't don't go outside for like Three hours because I put, you know, poison shit. Thankfully, the cats have a... Like, none of the... We never saw cats, like... You know, but she put the shit down and then my grandfather be like, don't we put all that shit down on the ground? I can't walk outside. I got I'm trying to get the mail. You got all this poison, rat poison. Yeah, I mean, it's, up my it's not just the cats. It's also so like other animals, wildlife kids could get into it, contaminating the water supply. Lisa, like, listen, let me tell you the worst thing that ever happened. So we had neighbors, right? Next door, obviously we had neighbors. And they had a cat, all right? 
they could not find this cat for like a week. And oh, so boy. finally it came knocking on the door, right? Like, oh, have you seen our cat? And so I remember answering the door like, wait, please keep it down. Where, where's the cat? You know, because I'm like, don't, my grandmother cannot hear that there's cats here. So like, well, what's she supposed to be giving birth? So what happened was, in, so we had a huge garage. And so we would switch out winter clothes and summer clothes. And we would put in this trailer that we had in our garage, but it was up like on bricks, right? Uh-huh. So underneath, the cat had gone underneath the trailer to give birth and the kittens and all the shit kept coming back there. To And, and uh-huh. so I, we had to literally sit my grandmother down and be like, listen, <laughs> They're going to keep coming back here because this is what they know until they get used to like moving around. Do not do anything. <laughs> we know it was you. If it happens. <laughs> and she's like, I don't want to see them. They got to tell them to get out of here. We're like, we can't tell them they're cats. They don't get it. They're going to come back. You just have to chill. It's not going to be forever. Oh and so God. she was surprised enough. She was really good. But those cats kept prancing back underneath the, you know, and I'd be like, God, God. you know, I'd be trying to work with them. It was like a Rosetta Stone for cats, <laughs> like trying to get them. It needed to be. And meanwhile, they don't know that they're walking through an an obstacle course of poison. <laughs> which is these little kids. Like there's like a picture of like the cleaver falling, and like there's a sp- the spinny thing that they got to walk across <laughs> yeah. and get thrown into some lava. Yeah, that's good. Good kitten fun. It's a yeah. good environment. <laughs> When did you cross the threshold of crazy cat lady? (laughs) (laughs) You know what's so funny is I had my cat through, um, I actually had two cats through the homeless situation. So they had to put them in foster with a friend of mine and I would go visit them and everything. I I had Forbes magazine who is deceased now. To, uh, rest to clarify, in peace. Rest that, in is, peace. that is a cat. Yeah. Forbes magazine. Yes, I named him yeah. Forbes okay. magazine. Yeah. I just thought <laughs> I would hold him on Forbes magazine one day, and I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> but oh, uh, you know, we never made that happen. <laughs> but he, I got him at three. He was three weeks when I got him, and I just wanted something. You know, I just wanted. I I didn't think I could take care of a dog because I can't do these walks. Um, and <laughs> I, I don't like the thing I hate the most about having a dog is I would watch my friend's dog from time to time. It's the walking and interacting with other people and dogs. I'm not a people person like that. So I don't want to interact with you and your dog. I don't want these dogs to like, cause I may not like you. And then the dogs like each other. It's just it's so weird to me and unnatural. I got to tell you, it's, it's rare that Chloe likes a dog where we just straight up don't like the people. Hmm. I guess I really don't like people. So <laughs> I think any, any, I'm, you know what it is? It's not that I don't like people. It's that I'm very, I have a tendency to be introverted, surprisingly enough. So I don't like to have conversation. I don't like people talking to me and I don't really like being stared at. This is another thing that's crazy about being a comedian. So I just can't do it. So I, when I would walk my friend's dog, I would just like, as soon as I saw a person that looked like they had a dog, I don't care how many, they looked like they were a state over, I'd cross the street. So, you know, I, this dog got no socialization when it was with me at all. (laughs) 
Well, I want to just speaking of kittens that young, you got them really young. One thing people love to do is to feed kittens like kitten formula, KMR, like milk and stuff. But uh, starting at around four weeks, they can eat solid foods. They can eat like kitten Like I would start with like wet kitten food and stuff, but people don't realize around four or five weeks they can start being weaned and they can start eating solid foods and the KMR and the formula and stuff probably will just give them diarrhea. So stop doing that. That's it. At what point should you stop giving a kitten your own breast milk? (laughs) (laughs) Is that a thing? Uh, That reminds me of a story. I'm going to totally botch it. And I worked at emergency and we had a crazy lady come in that was like, she kept saying about her puppies, nurse something about her puppies, nursing her. I don't remember. Wait, it was a crazy story. This lady story. was nursing her puppies? Yeah, she was trying to nurse her puppies or something. And she was like, my puppies won't nurse. My puppies won't nurse. I don't know. It was something Get some puppies crazy. from her. This, this was West <laughs> yeah. Philadelphia. This was at, at Penn. So Ma'am, this was we're going to need those puppies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you need, don't even like... We're going to need a statement from the puppies on yeah. top. Right. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're gonna and you need, don't even like puppies, you want to say. We're going to need to see your nipples and <laughs> get <laughs> those puppies. <laughs> uh, up. I'm so glad my cats have me because I'm like... You're the best cat mom. Like, I hug them a lot. I kiss them a lot. But other than that, like, they got it pretty. They got really. Actually, they have it really good, and they do their own thing. I'm, I'm, I maneuver my life around them and their needs more so than I make them adjust to my life. Yeah, you're the best cat mom. You, there's nothing you haven't gone through with them that we've gone through together. So, so yeah. well, so yeah, should we get, get back the history to of them? When, yeah. when did you get them? So I got Forbes when he was three weeks. I didn't, actually didn't want him. But how? Like when in your life? I had to be 31, maybe. Okay. 31. Or 32. So, last year. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> 31 or 32. And I got him um, from a place called Sean Casey out in Brooklyn because my um, friend gets all her her animals from there. It's a rescue, by the way. Good rescue. I, I wanted a tiger-striped cat, actually, because I wanted a tiger, but my grandmother said she would never visit me if I had a tiger. Wait, you wanted a real-ass tiger? I wanted a real-ass tiger. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted. To Have you reconsidered either. that at all during certain uh, documentaries? No, I just <laughs> I always wanted a tiger. I don't know. I was just weird. Maybe I was a circus kid too much. This is before the Tiger King days. Yeah, I had this uh, little cat. I was just like, pick one of them. They were in a in a like a cage, and it was like maybe six or seven of them. I was like, I'll just take one of them because we had asked if there were some inside. We didn't go inside. He left us outside for like forty five minutes. So I was like. You know, when you adopt an animals, you got to keep it like you got to be like on your best behavior because I think they put more attention into you as a person when you adopt animals and kids. So, you know, I was like, man, I don't want to go in because my initial reaction is like, motherfucker, you see us outside, you know, but, <laughs> you know, I, just wild out on the, on the rescue. I can't. So I go in and I'm like, I'm like a kid looking for porridge. Like, um, what is the, the, the gentleman here that, and he went on break or something. So fortunately the guy that owned the place was there and he was, and I said, well, you know, we have to fill out an application. I'm going to get one of the cats out there. And he was like, you remember which cat? And I was like, nah, just whatever one. Cause I was like, I, I had had a cat carrier on the train and all these kids kept coming up looking. And I, I felt like a weirdo because people were looking at me like, why should I have a carrier? There's nothing in it. So I was like, I'm definitely having something in this thing when I get back on the train. Cause I'm not dealing with these kids looking and like, but you just, but you just let them pick the cat for you. I was like, give me what? No. So this is how I got Forbes. So now uh, I'm inside waiting to fill out the application, the whole nine. 
And I see like this gray cat, this gray, it's like a Sox cat, but it's gray. And it's got a little teeny gray cat in it, and they kind of like whatever canoodling. And then mm-hmm. underneath her, I see something that like, it looked like a tumor, right? Cause it was like black. And I'm saying tumor, like it, things that look black or tumors, but I'm just saying it would, didn't, it, I didn't make any sense in the cage with her what this black thing was. So I was like, is that a rat in there? What's going on? Is this like she had some kind of growth on her side? And they're like, no, that's her kitten. She had had a black and white cat. And I was like, what? And so I was so confused a little tumor where kid. he came from. And I was like, are you sure these cats came or you just rounded all these cats up together? And they're like, no, this is her kitten. And I, and they were like, you want to hold the cat? And then I was like, Nah, I'm like, you know, they're like, no, you should hold a kitten. Have you ever held a kitten before? I was like, nah, but like, you know, I'm getting one of these cats. Like, you know, I didn't want to be bothered with him. Mm-hmm. They forced this cat to, to for me to hold and practice with this cat. So they pick him up and I had, didn't even know. They picked him up like this. And I was like, oh, I'm like, so I went to go grab him from them because I thought that was so abusive. The way they picking this cat up, he's just they scrubbed him. Yeah. And I, so I go, give me a so. He he gets up here and he like crawls up on the side of my neck and falls asleep. Right. Mm. This cat. And this is the thing I want to say. My friend goes, when we're going to Sean Casey, she goes, no, you have to let the you know, this may not be the time you get the cat. This may not be it. You have to <laughs> let the animal choose you. And this is all that horse poo poo. You know, it's like, oh, yes. I'm like, I'm. It choose me. I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to get a cat. So that's why I was like, just give me one of these things in here. I wasn't worried about the temperament. We bonded. None of, I was like, <laughs> give, me, just give me one of them, right? So I don't want to look dumb on this train. <laughs> so whatever cat, and I do a bit about this, because I'm like, whatever cat I pointed to, he was like, oh, I'm getting out. I'm getting up out of here. Uh-huh. Day is my day. Like, he talking shit like, yeah, and I never liked you, and I couldn't stand you, and you ain't shit. So I'm like, this whole, this cat has has his own scenario just like <laughs> going crazy and then I and then I walk out with another cat and so like like oh what happened yeah you, you left the bar with a different dude than you've been giving rhythm to the whole night right and then I go home with <laughs> so, another guy like what so, some dude's been buying you drinks yeah you're lousy ass <laughs> but the cat he crawled up here like I here's my shower cat but he crawled up here like this and I was like oh and so then they they went to go take him back from me Mm-mm. and he clawed onto me. He didn't want to go. And I go, oh, man. And I said, wow. I said, is this maybe I should take this cat? And they were like, do you want him? I said, I don't know. I like him. I said, he seems to be likes me. And they go and, and they go, well, I we think he's taken. And I go, oh, shit, this is my commitment issues, you know, because I'm like, <laughs> of course, the cat that I now I like the cat. And then they but they went into the system and they were like, there's a hold on him, but we don't know who. And normally we attach whatever the hold is to the people and their information. And so they were like, well, you know, we have no idea who has him on hold. So um, do you want him? I was like, yeah. So that's how I got him. And uh, we bonded very quickly. He was like a mama's boy, right? He followed me everywhere. He was up underneath me. He would come to get kisses. He would hold his face up like that, like that. I mean, he Aww. wouldn't poke his lips out, but he'd be like, <laughs> like a dog. And, I, and I'd be, come here, Forbes, get a kiss. Aww. I'd be like this, and he'd come up, 
like that. Okay. And people were like, wow, your cat just comes up. I was like, yeah. And then he had this bag trick that he used to do. He used to bring little bags to me. And I was like, what's up with these bags? And so I said, I wanted to show him. I'm like, let me show him that these are not for him. So I put him in the bag. I said, see, this is a bag, not for you. And he's look, he just looked around and I said, oh, you like that? And he just, and so we just do this thing where I swing him in the bag and he'd bring bags to me and he'd get in the bag and then look out the bag. I mean, he was like a dog. I never mm. trained this cat on anything. He knew his name. He was the best cat in the world. So, you know, when he passed, it was like, it was a, a epic loss. Like I had never wow. experienced in my life. I was devastated. I didn't eat for two weeks. I lost so much weight. I couldn't eat. I missed my cat. I cried night and day. I, I felt so bad for the vet because when they, he had, um, he had the, the cancerous cells, you, you know, I was talking about it, he had the cancerous cells and then they, and it happened so quick. And I was like, he was just, and I, I, I noticed that he couldn't eat. And I, then I had to go, I went to, um, Blue Pearl, Blue Pearl. And, um, the woman goes, oh, he's, He's not going to, she's going to take the thing, but we have to see if if he has this thing, he's not going to make it. And then she told me that he, he doesn't have time, like a lot of time. And it was like, there was a guy there. I'll never forget the the guy at the front desk, Puerto Rican guy. He had to come in and console me because I don't think this woman had ever experienced black people in tragedy. I had a black funeral moment in that vet and that woman could not, Deal. I was like, oh, Lord, I can't. My grandparents just died. Oh, Help me, Je-. I mean, I was screaming and hollering and crying. And I mean, even on the way there, my poor Uber driver, he had to, he came out of the car to give me a hug. He said, I'm praying for you. It's going to oh, be okay. It was a mess. And the guy had to come in and he said, mama, he said, he said, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And I said, I know that woman could not deal. I don't remember the nurse, no, the doctor, but I could tell she she had never experienced anything like that in her natural days. I'm picturing just like all these white doctors and nurses looking around at each other and they see the guy behind the desk like, we all know you're up here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You'll do. <laughs> you are what we call close enough. <laughs> in less than a week, I had sunk $20,000 into my cat. I remember he was in the hospital for a while. Yeah, we were talking. It was so sad. And they they gave me a glimmer of hope. They said there's a special show, but only one cat has gone through it. And he didn't even live more than like me two months. And I said, let's do it. And it was like, I think it was like 25,000. I was like, let's, I I said, let's do it. Because he had jumped up. Forbes had jumped up on the table like he had, or he was trying to jump up. And I said, oh, there's hope there. He's trying. And they were like, no. And no, so no. We, we, we put him down. I, a couple of times I, I went in and I said, no, I, I went in to put him down. And then I said, no. Yeah. And at the time, the, the vet we had uh, at Uptown, she was very, and she says, you know, so I'll give you a couple cans, but, you know, spend some time with him. And then it just got to the point where he was suffering. And I was like, okay. And I called some of my friends and we all came, we all went to the vet. And they, you know, my friends were there and we had a, a little funeral for him while he was there and everybody talked to him, everybody that was in his life. 
Aww. It was, um, you know, but I have his ashes now. I have his picture. It was some, it was different when he when his ashes came back in here. I felt better, you know, like yeah. you know that he was here. So I had Forbes and I had Brooklyn. I got Brooklyn from an ex boyfriend of mine who wasn't able to take care of him. So how old is he now? He's probably thirteen. We don't know for sure, but thirteen years old. He's a real gentle cat. Like you'd be hard pressed to get him to hiss. Or anything like he don't. Uh, hit, I mean, he hits that prior when we got prior, but he's like really gentle. I love that your other cat is named Prior. Uh, so his so his name's Brooklyn because you got him from Brooklyn. Yeah, his name was Smokey, and then my boyfriend lived. My ex boyfriend lived in Brooklyn, so I just changed his name to Brooklyn because I didn't want to call him Smokey. I thought that that was such a corny name for him. Um, <laughs> And so Brooklyn just sort of fit better. If a cat was named Smokey, I would constantly be doing my Smokey Suarez impression anytime. <laughs> what what was the the medical issue that was happening recently? with Brooklyn is that he just has been really lethargic at the top of the pandemic we I took him into the to the vet because he was just sort of like laying around I didn't know if he was having adjustments to um prior because we probably had prior for um almost two years and he started to have uh, Brooklyn started to have some adjustments when prior came in in terms of you know his uh poops and stuff like that so I didn't know if prior had come in with some stuff and it just seems like it just might be age now he has to have an ultrasound next week and um they said earlier that he had bronchitis and you know we were able to take care of that and then they they say there's a little something going on with the the rhythm of his heart but you know we may not have to worry about that for a while but it i guess it just moves a little slow mm. yeah i don't I, I have to see those records but uh yeah i know and we were worried about some kidney stuff at first but it turns out like his kidneys are fine so he's going to get the ultrasound he'll have some all kind of non specific stuff that i don't think i mean if he's eating and otherwise active you know i think he's in good shape it sounds like he's in good shape otherwise so but you're the best cat mom and you're doing all the things and you're going to get him the ultrasound and uh there's no expense spared on these cats. I can tell everybody that for sure. None. 20 we G's on a cat. Sure. They need to get a job. Yeah, 20 they G's need. on a cat. That is not no shenanigans. No, no that shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of shenanigans. shenanigans. I, mean, <laughs> weird, I, wasn't, I was not in a, in a good mental place. I'm not saying that I regret it. I'm just saying I'm not, I wasn't in a good mental place and I wasn't paying attention. It wasn't like maybe if I had the thought to go, okay, you're paying this, you're paying that, you're paying. I'm just like, every day is like, okay, they would call me and they would say, this is how much for him to stay and, and all the stuff that we have to give him. And, you know, you know, sometimes it'd be 3000, sometimes it'd be 6,000, then it's 5,000. Then it's like, you know, it was increments of time and, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, things up. like that. So you don't Did realize you have how insurance? quickly that, that kind of money adds up. And I was really fortunate because I had had a really big gig and I had the money. So, yeah. you know, I felt yeah. like the, the the issue that I that I didn't experience was like, oh, I just couldn't do anything else for him because I couldn't afford it. 
it was more so that we were going to keep going until we could save him, but there was no way to save him no matter how much money I put into him. Yeah. Right. We always say if love could have saved him, he would have lived forever. But did you do you have pet insurance? I don't. And I, I keep forgetting to get it for uh, prior. Uh, Forbes was too old to get it. And so is Brooklyn. So I just have to deal yeah. with them uh, out of pocket. I think, you know, uh, I, I think I have up until like maybe three to get some insurance on uh, prior, but I, it's just something you keep forgetting over time. Lisa has thoughts here. No, yeah. Get no, it. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I think you can get it past three, but any, but the problem is anything pre-existing, yeah. um, you know, won't be covered. But for any big illnesses like that, I mean, could have paid for, for all of it almost. So it's worth it. I think it's so worth it, but they're lucky that they have you regardless. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time to better get to know uh, <laughs> your your cats by way of a personality test. We have a Cosmo style <laughs> personality test. Oh, I love this. Uh, yes. Are okay. We do both so, of them? No, I feel like we have to pick a cat. Who, Who which, should we pick? Which one are we going for? I kind of want to talk about Pryor because he's named after a comic. <laughs> well, <laughs> named after the goat. I mean, I know Brooklyn best. Okay. That's that's fair enough. And Brooklyn's really chill, though. I know his personality. He's he's an empath. Uh, okay. He's an empath. Um, well, then, when it comes to your beloved prior, uh, on the Kinsey scale, one being the gayest and ten being the straightest, uh, where does he? It, one <laughs> power bottom. Yeah, they're all <laughs> gay. All the up. cats are gay. <laughs> <laughs> now, is he a power bottom? No, I don't know. I think he's more of a top. So maybe I'll say um, four. Okay. okay. All right, we'll take it. But I think he likes ladies too. I think he's bisexual. Oh, okay. So a perfect five, really? Yeah, really. Uh, yeah, I'll say a perfect five. <laughs> Brooklyn is is you know Fire Island. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Grammability. How's he doing? If anybody doesn't know what Fire Island is, by the way, Google. You might see pictures of me popping up naked there because that's the environment where I get to be free and don't nobody want me. Uh, (laughs) Hold on one second. I got to go do some Googling. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Overall, Grammability. Oh, people think he's gorgeous. I I give him a one. That's That's a a ten. ten. Yeah. Oh, 10. Okay, 10. Yeah. How are his problem-solving skills? Oh, he can <laughs> he can solve a problem. <laughs> yeah. So I guess is that a 10 too? He definitely know he nothing he don't let nothing stop him. He's going to keep working at whatever until he fig- like he figured out he figured out where the light's coming from in this thing. And uh-huh. Brooklyn still has no clue where the light comes from mm-hmm. when it What is it? It's a little laser. Hold on. Oh, okay. And it puts the light for them. But yeah. he, he now, he's like... He figured out the laser? Yeah, it goes all over the place. And, just, and uh, I actually got this. Uh, uh, Monroe Martin and his wife gave me this for the cats for the holiday. Yeah, okay. We got that's into cute. a cat exchange program because they have a cat. And I was I sent her some goodies. And <sighs> I'm, I'm the cat goodie person. I send goodies to people that have like... <laughs> <laughs> Kitty cats. Uh, Ian, I sent a goodie bag. Uh, I just sent a goodie box to uh, Pockets. Found a cat on the street, and I I sent him a big. But then the cat got a dot or not fostered. So, but um, yeah, I'll send you a bag. 
It doesn't matter. I'm, I got a Chewy account, and I'll send you toys and <laughs> diapers and two days. Cute. It's there. Um, okay, how are his street smarts? How do you think he would you would fare in them streets? Just because I get finicky about my cats, I never think they can survive without me. But if there was a world where no, because because he darts so much, I feel like he would if he had an opportunity to dart in the street he would and wouldn't understand about cars i think that would be the thing that would probably take him out but not in terms of other cats okay so i think he's very street smart so we're giving him uh what is it then he's the most street smart well those cars are gonna get you that's that's an issue hey okay uh well since he seems to not back down to other count other cats this this should be an interesting one bitch assness no no bitch ass in him i don't think he understands it He's, he's sort of fearless. I don't think he's had enough time. I mean, he's young. He, he hasn't had enough experience. Look, I'll put it like this. They made it seem like he was a brand new cat that they found. Um, and then once I got to talk, because uh, I got him from the Humane Society, he had been returned three times. I found oh. out. <laughs> oh. So prior had priors. <laughs> I do comedy, guys. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Okay. Cock blocking skills. Coitus interruptus. Mm-mm. If anything, it was always Brooklyn. Like in my last relationship, it was Brooklyn because he got to get in the bed. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's just like, oh, I don't care what's going on here. Uh, I'm about to take a nap. So, (laughs) and it became a, you know, it was weird. It it became a problem because I don't like to tell them no when it comes to the bed. Um, But I think prior, prior would always look at us and just be like, "Uh, I don't want no parts of whatever this is. So he was not, he's not a cock block at all. Okay. Right on. Way to go, Pryor. Uh, And also right on board, right on, uh, on, on brand with, with Pryor. Yeah. <laughs> Richard was down. Um, <laughs> final question uh, regarding Pryor. Likelihood that he's a serial killer. And it's so funny because I'm looking at him now and he's like. <laughs> <sighs> this is the most consideration anybody's ever given this question by seconds. <laughs> most cats are serial killers. I'll but she's, she's really sizing him up right now, though. I like it. I'm, I am because he is, but you know, there's a part of him that I believe if he was human, he, he's, he's a lot like me in terms of like, I don't want to be bothered and I'm curious about everything, but I'm not going to hurt you. So I, I don't know if he would be a serial killer, but I know that he has this thing of, if it looks fun, I want to do it. So I don't know. It depends on whether he thinks Killing people is fun. Oh, then you got to be careful what movies you live on. You know? <laughs> That's <laughs> true because he's he he definitely watches TV. He gets up on my little uh, TV area, the little entertainment center, and he looks at the TV like this. So let's put a number on it. What do you think? It sounds like it's an over seven to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll say six. I'll, I'll say six. <laughs> okay. Six out of ten chance that he is a spree killer. Good. She's still she's still looking at her cat like I wish you would <laughs> sleeping with one eye open. Uh, well, you were every bit the guest that we knew that you would be, and we thank you for joining us. There is only one thing left to do, and that is to determine by way of a quiz if you Yamanika deserve 
cats. Okay. You know what it is. It's time for a quiz about dogs and shit. So for the uninitiated to Yam's world, she is not just a masterful comedian, but also a bit of an expert on 90 Day Fiance. Yes. So it's a 90 Day Pets Quizzy Time. Mm. Part one was with Stepanka. I love this. Question one out of three. In 90 Day the Other Way, fans have a love-hate relationship with the dog and child of Jihoon and Devin. They love the dog and hate the child. We're talking about his parents' dog here. What are the good dog and rabid child's names? Was it Shoshi and Raspusha? Bakey and Dracilla? Pokey and Dracula or Smochi, and if that bitch can't swim, she's bound to Drizzle. <laughs> the second one, it was Drizzilla. Yeah. Yes, it is Bakey and or Baki and Dr- and Drizzilla. Oh, I didn't yeah. ever remember the dog's name. Good yeah, work. Yeah, I googled it. Okay, question two. You're one for one right now. Drizzilla is uh, hard to forget, though. That it's kid. It's a really is, terrible name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> A lot of shenanigans. Question two. Jihoon and Devin got a dog of their very own. Mm. So they added a new member to their family of Jihoon, Devin, and Drusilla and Taeyang. It's Drusilla. Drusilla. It keeps coming out. Drusilla. What was the name of the new dog? Like Dracula and Priscilla. Terrible. Mm. Was it the new dog's name? Was it Boom Boom, Bim Bim, Bam Bam, or... QAnon will rise again and the storm is still coming. <laughs> I think it was, when was the third one? Bam, yes. bam. I feel like that was the name. Yeah. I yeah. Feel like that, that is oh, correct. Oh, I, that's why you can say, yeah. I'm like, that sounds. <laughs> we got to work on your. Uh, I'm not sure if you hear me, but yeah. Got to work on your listening skills <laughs> We're there. Trying. No, for real, though. No, okay, I get it. I'm like, it's not registering to me that you Okay, question two is a success also. Uh, Let's go to question number three. Unfortunately, Bam Bam's time with the family was short-lived due to what? Was it because the landlord of their shitbox apartment didn't allow dogs? Bam Bam was bitey. Ji-hoon was working too much to take care of him, or their child is a monster that was a danger to the dog and is probably going to cause serious bodily harm to the baby as well. It, that's a true question because he he because I think they couldn't have the dog, but at the same time I feel like it was Ji-hoon. Well, Ji-hoon wasn't working nowhere. Yeah, that's but he <laughs> wasn't. I don't think he was taking care of the dog. What does Ji-hoon do really? Nothing. Sorry, so, he's really good a? at being sorry. Uh, you're going to want to take another look at uh, at D. We already the know Drusilla is, is a monster. monster. You kind of said it already. Anyway, you're playing with house money. You win. Well, yeah. hold on. What? It was it was because the child is a monster that was a danger to the dog, and she was wham bamming bam bam. Oh and uh, in a social media post, Ji Hoon stated, "Bam bam, go to new family, January eighteenth, twenty twenty, because little D beat Bam Bam." He lost a lot of hair, and it wasn't good for baby's trachea. Uh, yeah, that dog that was an angel, and Drusilla needs to be sent to North Korea yeah, 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 as yeah, soon yeah, as yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. But it turns out you, you deserve, deserve cats. cats. Yay! Yay. I'm, I'm so happy. One, I wasn't listening to four anymore because I started to feel like four was the the punchline question. 
It was both um, the punchline and the answer. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I was listening, but not listening for it to be an answer. So that's hilarious. Yeah, that girl was awful. And 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 they uh, that couple, I mean, everything's getting crazy now with all the domestic abuse allegations and this and that. So. Uh, no spoilers. No spoilers. Oh. We haven't been oh, keeping up. Okay. If you don't mind. Um, but yeah, you're the best. Thank you so much for joining Yay. us. Thanks for yeah. having me. I'm so happy you. to be here. Yay, yeah, we did um, it. Of the many, many Yamanika social media accounts, which one is yours? Yamanika. At Yamanika. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it's Y-A-M-A-N-E-I-K-A. Read it off your hat, girl. Uh, <laughs> This was awesome. Thanks so much for hanging out. Uh, We love you. We'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Richie Redding. And I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. Yeah. And you can find both of us at our respective handles, those exact names, at Richie Redding, at Dr. Lisa Lippman. And uh, I just want to give special thanks to our editor, of course, who is Jordan Aaron, and our executive producer, King Joffrey himself, Jeff Umbro, of The Podglomerate. And you can find more of their shows at thepodglomerate.com. Some of the music in this episode comes from Breakmaster Cylinder. Make sure to check out the sponsors you heard in this episode because that really helps provide the show to you free of charge. Let them know we sent you. It also really helps people to find the show if you rate and review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode on socials. Tag us at We Don't Deserve Dogs and let us know what you thought. We'll see you next week when we return with another episode of We Don't Deserve Dogs. All content provided on We Don't Deserve Dogs is for informational purposes and entertainment value only. None of the content on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to constitute third-party veterinary advice or any other third-party professional advice. The content We Don't Deserve Dogs distributes or transmits should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice. Nothing on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to be used as a veterinarian's diagnosis, veterinary treatment, or any other veterinary service and should not be relied on to affect the medical therapy of any pet. Nothing transmitted to or from We Don't Deserve Dogs can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. Your dependence on the content of any information found on or transmitted by We Don't Deserve Dogs is at your own risk. For veterinary care and advice, please see your veterinarian. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.